Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV. This is Survivor Wednesday, Episode 8. Fear keeps you sharp. We have four idols in play tonight, a couple different rivalries going on, and one really, really bad decision. So stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to After Buzz TV for Survivor. Wow is all I can say to that episode. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We are very excited to get into this episode with you guys. I am your host, Paige Bonanno, and my wonderful co-host with me tonight. Hi, everyone. Happy Wednesday. I'm James Wallington. What's up, everybody? Timothy Michael. We are so happy to have you guys here. Everybody in the live chat, thanks for joining. As always, Timothy's going to be monitoring our live chat on his phone tonight. So just a quick heads up in case anybody's like, why do you keep looking at your phone? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to monitor that for us so we don't have to keep looking up at the screen. I got so. you guys. Yeah, thanks. you got us. <laughs> um, so everybody, episode eight, Fear Keeps You Sharp. Um, overall thoughts on the episode tonight? <laughs> I'm kind of at a loss for words. Like, I, 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 I took a lot of notes, and then when I really started to process what I witnessed in tonight's episode, I was like, what? Where do you even begin? Like, what? What? Like, that's literally all that came to my mind. Oh my God. I'm, I'm frustrated and relieved at the same time. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I am too. I feel like. I mean, just so much happened at the end, and there was just so many different scenarios that could have happened mm-hmm. and so many different ways it could have went. And overall, I'm happy with the result, but it's just it's just kind of crazy that like that whole thing went down. Yeah. Um, so let us know what you guys think. We are going to get into it, and we are going to have some fun news at the end. James has a couple things to mention. I have some stuff that we found out, so definitely stick around for that. Woohoo. Um, and anything else you guys want to say before we get jumping into tonight? Um, the fantasy... We have one person that got out, or it was on Michael's, or uh, Timothy's team. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we will discuss that more at the end um, and let you know what's going on for next week. So, episode eight, Fear Keeps You Sharp. You guys, first of all, merge. We yes. are in the merge and super stoked about that because now it's an even playing field mm-hmm. and that's kind of like my favorite part of the game is when we get into the merge. Um, but, so, when we first got in, basically they had told them beforehand, like, you guys are going to the merge and you're going on boats. Like, what did you think about that? I was going to say, they dived right into mm-hmm. it. I-, I thought maybe, like, the feed that I was watching the episode on was skipping part of the episode because it dove right into Kellen talking about the merge and kind of narrating how they got a letter at Tree Mail, but we're not seeing any of this. We're just seeing them on the boats yes. going to Navidi's camp. It was very rushed and kind of, like, off-putting? And so I just people, caught me off guard. Right. The people at Navidi then, did they know that those other boats were coming along, or did the other two tribes just know that they were going to the merge? I think that was the case. I don't think that Navidi knew, because they seemed surprised when the yes, two boats rolled up. There were a lot of missing pieces, just to, to jump on your, your statement, but there was like a lot of missing pieces to this episode. There were a lot of things that you and I, while we were watching, yeah. were like, 
but how? We want to see more. And maybe it's just because we're really snobby, you guys, about Survivor. Yeah. It's only an hour <laughs> show. We have to remember that. We wish that it was two hours. Right. Obviously, it can't be two hours. Um, so they have to edit, and the editing process is probably very strenuous. Yeah. But I want to see more. I want to see the wh- why. I want to see the how. And I wonder, like, who, how they decided to go to Navidi's camp rather than any of the other ones. Like, was that the nicest camp? Or was that just closer to where they wanted to be? Or, I don't know, I just thought it was a kind of a weird way to, to go into merge. Because the way that I like to see the merge mm-hmm. the best is when you're going into the challenge and then they're yeah. like, drop your buffs, it's a merge. And then everybody's just so stoked, yes. crying. Like, yes. it's just a, a surprise for them. It right. was just very odd. Yeah. yeah. It didn't feel right. <laughs> I also miss that this season of Survivor is doing a lot of, in previous seasons and previous episodes, rather, um, they would go straight from tribal, and then the episode after that, we would see back at camp the night of, like, and their reaction to who just went home and why that person went home and who voted for who. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bria Carter in the chat said that she really wanted their reaction to Bradley leaving. Yes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with her. I really want to see them yeah. back at camp right after tribal and seeing their reactions. Well, because- especially because I'm going to jump the gun to the news that I read shortly after that episode. Uh, as promo for tonight's episode, mm-hmm. Dalton Ross wrote an article on EW dot com about how Dominic threw the challenge so, last So tell week. us how, how that this is a thing. So yeah, it was an interview with Dom about, you know, going into the merge and his thoughts on the feud between him and Chris and like what we can expect for tonight's episode. And Dalton asked him a question about his dive in the immunity challenge. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like my dive looked great. And then he goes, but actually there's a little bit of a reason behind that is that Chelsea and I going into it wanted to throw the challenge. He said that. Yes. Because we wanted to get rid of Bradley. However, when they decided on who should sit out on the immunity challenge, the tribe voted for Chelsea to sit out. So Dom was like, it's really up Up to to me to kind of throw this challenge and kind of guide it in the direction we want to go. So in the interview, he did outwardly admit that they threw the challenge or at least his attempt was to throw the challenge and to get rid of Bradley. Well, why did why did the team decide on Chelsea to sit then? I think because she was not the best swimmer and she's vocalized that to them. I mean, we mm-hmm. as the viewers don't see that, but that's kind of what he was saying. But right. Chelsea and Dom were the only two in on this to throw the challenge? Nobody that's else knew. That's what it sounded like, yes. So she really had no control to be like, no, I have to go in because... Because I think they knew that Malolo really wanted to get rid of Bradley. So right. they're like, well, let's throw this because we're on the same page. Well, then why wouldn't they all just talk about it? True. I don't know, but kudos to Dom and Chelsea because usually when they decide to throw a challenge, it's so obvious, like painfully obvious, and we're mm-hmm. like, guys, really? I didn't notice. And I didn't, I wouldn't have thought anything if you hadn't told us And they that never even put it in the story for the episode either. I don't know if I could, yeah, see, that's how much we might miss, like, uh, when they do the editing and stuff. That's, a, like, a huge part of it, and we yeah. didn't see anything. Right. But I don't know. I, as a player, would be way too scared to throw any type of challenge. Especially just to Dom. Even, Exactly. Just yeah. to even go to tribal is way too scary for me, and I'd be like, I can't do that. I well, guess Bradley yeah. really got on their nerves then. Like oh, you yeah. have to have get on your nerves. And that that's, says a lot. And if we're going to talk about anything, we'll talk about obviously this tribal as well. But I feel like people getting on your nerves and people, you know, just mm-hmm. playing with you on an emotional level, not yes. even a strategic or a gameplay level, mm-hmm. has a lot more to do with this game mm-hmm. than just being. It's social politics. Yeah, yeah. kind of is a popularity contest. If you get that annoying, people don't want to be around you, no yeah. matter how appealing it is to go to the end with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, do you really want to lose your mind over the next, you know, 20 days. 22 days, yeah. so the next, like, 16 days before yeah. you lose your mind? So I don't know. And yeah, I agree I with that, that, like, it is nicer to see kind of, uh, you know, when 
after they voted Bradley out to see it a little bit at the beginning. But maybe this one was a different scenario where everybody knew they wanted to vote Bradley out, so it wasn't much of a conversation. It was like beating a dead horse. Yeah, exactly. True. But I agree. Like it, it, right in this episode, we jumped into like Dom has an I a real idol, a fake idol, a legacy advantage, and I was like, wait, 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 slow down. Like let's like go back to what happened last episode just so I can like refresh my mind. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things. Speaking of mm-hmm. idols, Boston Rob, which you know is an iconic player to the entire series of Survivor, mm-hmm. tweeted tonight <laughs> while watching the episode. Episode and I had to retweet it. He said, get ready. Tonight is the night that all 75 idols get played at <laughs> Tribal Council. Obviously, he's being a little facetious, but it's true. There's way too many advantages in play. And as a viewer, it's like, ugh. Well, honestly, I I had forgotten that Dom's legacy advantage was an idol. Yes. It wasn't just a random advantage. So mm-hmm. that means that Dom has two had two idols then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael had an idol. Chris had an idol. Wendell had an idol. I don't know. Maybe somebody else has an idol that I'm forgetting. But see, I'm going to disagree with you because I feel like like calling Dom's legacy idol a, a, a hidden immunity idol doesn't really count because you could only use it at 13 or 6. But he used it as an idol tonight. Right, which is understandable. You can call it an idol tonight, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. last week it wasn't. So he didn't have two idols last week. I get it, week. I get it. You know what I mean? I think it's more so just advantages. Yeah. It's all under the same umbrella. Because you're saying he could have gone home last week and would have had no way to stop right, that right. if he didn't play his other idol. Right. Yeah, I get that for sure. Um, so going in a little bit into the Chris and Dom situation, like they sat down to try to work things out, <laughs> which props Thanks to, to Dom. Wendell. Yeah, props to Dom and Wendell for doing that. And my question to you is, so first of all, we know that Chris completely shut down this conversation and didn't even entertain the idea, basically. He didn't even say... Uh, you know, I'm, I'll consider it. I'm willing to maybe work with you. He said, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Like, I can't say anything yet. And in your opinion, could he have avoided the whole scenario that happened to him tonight had he been maybe willing to work with Wendell and Don? Uh, yeah, I really do think that there could have been a different outcome for mm-hmm. him if he would have just kissed a little butt and sucked it up. Right. I really, I really do because I did. I I felt like Wendell and Dom were being sincere to mm-hmm. some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, you almost have to play that field because they knew going into it that maybe Navidi was going to stick together, mm-hmm. and that would have been a majority in Ride Through the Merge. Right. And the only way of really making that happen is if they were able to reconcile the differences they had with Chris. And Chris was just not having it. And I think that was the turnoff. And they said too, "Hey, we know we've had our differences. We really just want to vote with you, like for this one vote, or not right. like that." But they said, you know, we understand if it's just a one-time thing, but we really think we should work together on this. I do think that they were genuine about wanting to work with I agree. Him. I agree. And I, we've said it time and time again on this on this show, on this panel, for example, never close a door. When mm-hmm. somebody's coming up to you, even if you're BSing your way through it, like, never close, mm-hmm. like, just shut down an opportunity to work with somebody because you never know if it can come and bite you in the butt. Exactly. And I think that just shows more about um, Chris's ego and how... Mm-hmm you know, cocky he is, and he thinks that he doesn't need to work with other people. And that just, like, rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, for sure. Yeah. Um, Before I get any further, I just want to give you guys um, a quick tool that you could use that is really fun and a cool podcast. It's actually about, it's from Maria Menounos. So if you guys want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life, we have the podcast for you. And this is seriously really good, you guys. So it's Conversations with Maria Menounos. Podcast edition. It's hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every single Friday on iTunes. 
Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life. So from health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, basically anything you can imagine, let Maria be the big sister that you've always wanted. She's going to talk about it all. So definitely tune in for that. So all you have to do is go to iTunes, um, subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos, and it's totally free. So how cool is that? So just be sure to rate it, comment, and when you do, just let Maria know that we sent you there our after buzzers um we sent you to this podcast so once again that is conversations with maria Nuno's podcast edition check it out yeah i love that podcast i listen to it on my way to work yeah it's really great it's it's a really good podcast and she has a lot of great guests and a mm-hmm. lot of cool stuff going on so yeah. i would definitely suggest uh trying it out um so moving in further um we still have a lot of stuff about chris that went on in this episode first <laughs> When we got to the merch feast. Oh, my God. I roll. Please. <laughs> I thought it was so convenient that of everybody at that table, Chris was the one that ended up with the buff that had the clue pinned inside. Not only that, before we went live, I was even telling you guys, I thought it was so weird that he didn't notice it until he got back to camp. Mm -hmm. Like in that little interview he had, it was like, I was laying down in the shelter and I felt something in my buff. I'm like... You didn't feel you like just you... felt it then when you had this whole feast to feel it. Right. It was just so strange. And I thought it was just a little too convenient that he, of all players, was the one to You get guys it. don't totally want to get me started on the conspiracy theories because I feel like I've been on another one this season. And I feel like I don't know if it has anything to do with the editing what? process or the producers on Survivor this season. But before it felt more natural. And I felt like with this season in general, with the, the Malolo and Navidi equal numbers on each tribe. Yeah. And then Chris finding the thing in his buff and not realizing it until he got... I just feel like it's a little too, like you said, convenient. I feel like we kind of saw that even like last season definitely too with like the Ben situation. Finding... I mean, he found that immunity idol at the last moment at the exact perfect time. On the boat he sleeps on the boat by, and he, it's like, you never talked about it all season. And all of a sudden, the boat you sleep by, the idols by the boat you sleep by. I just think it's, it's a little like, too, like, or try to cover it up a little better. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it just was a little odd. I'm sure we we know that, you know, everything is kind of planned from the way that they walk to tribal. Like, they're in a certain line, or like, you know what I mean? Like, the order that they're in is for a reason. The way that they sit is for a reason. I'm sure when they went to the merge feast... Where they sat was for a reason. Right. And I'm sure that, I don't know, that the buff... We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. But I will say the positive side to that is I was a little intrigued when he did open the letter from the tree mail and it said that he had to go in the middle of the night to Ghost Island. That piqued my interest and I was like, okay, like I'm excited to see how this might play out. (laughs) But the fact that he got out of there with nobody figuring it out, I'm like, come on. I know people who've been on Survivor. I know that it's not the most easiest to sleep in the shelters. Like, it's hard to get sleep, period. So when I hear this from former Survivors, I'm like, of course, the one night everybody's just passed out. Not one person heard him leave. Also, it's not just about him getting up out of the bed, which he was trying to be so stealthy about. Like, you can get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And I'm sure people do that all the time. Right. But the fact that a motorboat came in and nobody heard it and came back and nobody heard it. I mean, a little too weird. It's an island, and if you have have been on an island, even if tra- it's not a motorboat, like, like sound travels pretty well on an island because of the wind and because of the water and your voice is bouncing off of the water. Let's not get scientific here, but 
you can hear a boat no matter how far. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure they didn't ask Chris to walk two miles down the beach in the dark. So I'm sure it wasn't that far off from camp to where this boat picked him up. Right. So you would have been able to hear it. Once again, conspiracy theories. Also, how theories. does Chris know where the boat is? What time the boat's picking him up? Like, how does he get these details? And how does nobody hear it? It was at the bottom of the message. We just didn't see the fine print. Right, yeah. But it, it, well, it's like 2 o'clock. Well, what, when's 2 o'clock? When is 2 o'clock? Yeah, how do you know? Like, are the producers coming to wake you up? Or are you just never falling and asleep? She seemed pretty cozy with like other members of the tribe so it's like how did none of them feel and why movement? didn't he just sleep on the outside that's, i was literally that's about what to I say that. or slept on the hammock slept, but dom was in the, in the hammock yeah so weird it's so weird i don't know but I, I really i really did love that seeing ghost island at night it was oh, kind yeah, of eerie beautiful. it was really cool it really yeah. set the tone in my opinion definitely and the, and the challenge the challenge mm -hmm. the the game he had to play though you didn't like it? I liked I, it. I liked it too. Uh, so, okay. Well, so the game we was. Feels about so, it. so the game I was. If any of you guys miss it, he it, basically if he was willing to wager his vote, then each time he picked the correct bamboo, he could extend the idol. So first, when you get there, it's an idol that can only be used for the next tribal council. Council, or he can wager his vote, and then he could extend it, the shelf life of it, every time he gets the right answer. Yeah. So here's what I'm confused by. I was trying to type as I heard it, just so I can make sure it was very clear to understand the rules of it. If I remember correctly, and if my fingers served me well when I was typing, it sounded like every time he took a shot at one of the bamboo things, it would extend the power of its life by one tribal council. Mm -hmm. Keyword one. Right. Mm -hmm. The first bamboo he opened said it increased the value by two tribal no, councils. No, to number two, to the second tribal council after you get it. Okay, got so it. So he had it for so one. I, I just misunderstood. Yeah. It, I heard two and I was like, wait. So what are we up. doing now? Are we yeah. getting six? Are we getting four? This yeah. This goes back to the whole conspiracy. Right. But regardless, I was, I was kind of frustrated with how this thing played out. But it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I was really happy with the end result of the yeah. episode. I feel so, like if <laughs> at the I were, moment, I wasn't happy. Right. I feel like if I were him, right at the beginning, if I was given the choice to wager my vote or just keep the idol for the next tribal council, because regardless of what he did, he can keep that idol for the first tribal council. That is not going to go away regardless. So I would absolutely play that first mm -hmm. one because even if you lose your vote, just play the idol because that's all it's good for anyways. Exactly. And so I think you should definitely play the first one. Would I have kept going? I don't know. He really had nothing to lose. To lose. Yeah. yeah, I totally would have played it also. I think what's funny about the whole thing, though, is Ghost Island, is that it was kind of fate. And it was interesting, that fact that you played it and you got it extended only one more tribal mm -hmm. after the one that you were supposed to use it on. Right. And then you didn't use it on, hoping that you could use it on the next one that you played. But if you never decided to play, you would have played it on the one that you should have played it on. I oh just my think God, it's... that just went over my head. I'm so... No, I get so, that. You get it. You get it. Like, okay, so if he if had he never played, yes. if he never played, he would have had to have played it at this tribal council, oh, so right. then he would have never went home. Right. But since he decided to play, he got mm -hmm. one. It extended by one tribal council, not two, not three, not four, not even five. So he five. had to play it at the next one. So exactly. Yes, yeah, so he had to play it either at the one, this one, or the next one. Which I guess makes more sense as to why he didn't, which we can talk about. I don't even think it makes sense. I still don't think it makes sense, but we'll talk about it. I don't know. I mean, Chris, man, but I thought it was I thought it was a cool challenge. But w here's another conspiracy theory really quick. What if, like, in the second one, they had both been, like, no vote? Like, we really don't know. But I thought, I thought <laughs> it was kind of it. chance. Like, it was kind of like roulette. He could have picked whatever one he... I don't think he had to pick an order. I think he did have no, a pick an order. It, it was like it was like one... Either one or two. The next one, either one or two. It was a 50-50 yeah. chance every time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you had to it. go. But, like, I'm saying, like, what if they were just, like, messing with us and they put, like... No vote. In, in either. Each. You're never going to know. 
That's true. You know what I mean? That's Because if they're like, we don't want him to get past here, they could do whatever they wanted. Unless he's like, well, let me just open the next one to see really quick. And then he's like, <laughs> I, I, I just know. really loved Ghost Island at night. Yeah, it was really I, cool. I thought that was cool. And it was an interesting twist on the whole JT mm-hmm. idol. And I know in the last after show we had, I was pretty vocal about, you know, like it, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is with the idol. Why are you changing the powers? Or like this really wasn't a power in its original season and now you're making it yeah. a power. So I will say I, I liked this mm-hmm. twist, the twist of how you had to work the potency back up because it was kind of deserted. Yeah. On, on JT season, he left it at camp. So it made sense. But do you think now that they're continuing with this theme of switching up the idols a little bit or changing their powers or doing a little twist on the actual idols, do you like the other ones that you previously criticized or are you still on the no. same? Okay. <laughs> I just want to, I was curious. I just want yeah. to know. I thought just this one seemed more cohesive with its storyline. Right. It was left at camp. It was kind of dead, forgotten about and yeah. now you have to kind of build the power back up. I agree. It makes sense. Yeah, I, I liked this Ghost Island for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and cool that they still, even though we're, we're, we don't have the individual tribes now, they're still able to incorporate Ghost Island back even though we're in the merge, which was good. Um, so moving into immunity, um, first of all, I thought this immunity uh, was very tough. I thought it was a really hard challenge, and uh, a lot of people killed it. Sorry, not to yeah. just take a step back. No, Before please. we move into immunity, I just felt like we have to talk about this, because back at camp the next morning, yes. what? Chris was just, A, sleeping the, the entire day, obviously because he's tired. Mm-hmm. But then when he wakes up, he keeps rapping. Oh, my God. Which I just thought was funny because of what we're going to talk about later. What is his deals with, like, the puns about Dwayne Wade? Like, he's constantly talking about Dwayne Wade. And then he goes, hey, Dom, how's the coffee this morning? Yeah. Or how's that coffee coming? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's Like, Like, just, like, trying to get people... Well, he's tired because he was up all night on Ghost Island. True. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's Chris for you. But anyways, (laughs) um, back in the immunity, um, I thought it was a really hard challenge, and... Kellen, I mean, first of all, Kellen pulled it off. She killed it, which yeah. she, we see that she's really coming along. Yes. Um, Libby also was just totally killer in this. Um, anybody, Same with Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say right now, she's really growing on me. Mm. Like I, I still I, don't feel like I know Chelsea. No, I don't know her either, but she's definitely but like flying the, under the radar, yeah. and I can appreciate it. She's mysterious, right and it keeps me interested. But I feel like okay. at this point, she's still mysterious. She's still mysterious now. I, I feel like I know everybody else aside from her. I don't, I, still, I don't feel that way about Jenna. Yeah, I don't, I don't know Jenna way, either. I don't feel Although that way. I did love her overalls. Yeah. Oh, Sebastian either. Overalls. He hasn't really said much. Right. There's a lot of players that they're, 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 choosing, they're picking and choosing who to put more attention yeah. on. Wendell, Dom, Laurel, uh, Kellen. There are certain players and then other players are just falling to the wayside. It really just kind of depends on who's guiding the story for that mm-hmm. given episode. That's like true. I'm sure they were all playing really hard. I mean, yeah. we saw some of these people we're talking about were seen in conversations yeah. and having a voice or an opinion on a certain matter, especially about Dom or Chris. But it's more so like if you're a better narrator, you're going to be seen more. Because yeah. at this point, I wouldn't vote for Chelsea over anybody. Like even Chris, if we got to the final, I, like, and I still felt like this way about Chelsea, I wouldn't vote for her against anybody because I just don't know enough about her and I haven't seen her do anything. But if you were on the show and actually like living with Chris, do you think you would have voted for Chris? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> right. Depends on how Chelsea is, but she seems like a cool gal. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kellen's really killing it. Uh, also, I was noticing when people were getting out of the challenge when they dropped their statue, they would, like, throw the pole or whatever. I was, like, thinking to myself, what if this pole, like, hit the next person and the next person dropped? Like, what yeah. would they do about that? Has anything like that ever happened? Mm-mm. Where anybody, like, interfered with somebody else's but game? It's a very good question, and I think it's something that people have always wondered, is, like, what if by accident it was, like, a contestant interference yeah. that was yeah. totally not meant to be? 
Especially, what would they do? Especially with the water challenges when they're like balancing on a pyramid in the water and then somebody like falls off and loses their balance and jumps off. Mm-hmm. And then the waves oh, right. create a ripple effect. And then what if that affects the person next to you? Like, I would be interested to see how they handle yeah. that. Yeah, 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 I wonder. Yeah. Interesting. Another thing that I loved about this challenge was that it was obviously the first immunity challenge during mm-hmm. the merge. And this is really where you see people and what they're what what they're made out of. Mm-hmm. So I would never have expected Chelsea Kellen and Libby to be in the mm-hmm. final three for the first mm-hmm. Definitely in the not. final. Do you guys think that it's beneficial to win the first immunity challenge or to just kind of fall under the wayside? Because we talked about Chelsea just flying in the right. middle of the radar and she was like, no, I'm going to play. And she actually stood out to me in this. I think regardless of what immunity challenge it is, regardless of what number it is in the line, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win yeah. as best to my ability, even if it's the first one. But I, I will like say it. for Kellen and Libby's sake, both of them have been talked about quite frequently mm-hmm. by the other players as being seen as strong social mm-hmm. players. So showing your worth in a physical competition just adds an extra notch to your belt of being seen as a threat. And it makes me think that somewhere down the line, people are going to start catching on with Kellen. Yes. I just didn't think Kellen was that strong or that, like, not like she's not capable of doing it. I just didn't expect that. Especially, like, when you looked at the contrast between Libby's face and Kellen's face during the challenge, or anybody else for that matter, Kellen looked so stressed. Like, she yes. looked like she was dropping at any second. She did not look stable. And Libby's just sitting there like this the whole time, very stone-faced, mm-hmm. very very concentrated, very focused, mm-hmm. and it was just a total contrast for me. But that's what I mean. Like, it, back to what James mm-hmm. is saying, I feel like nobody expected that from Kellen. They know that she's a good social player. They know that she's a super fan of the show, and now it's an added element right. of, oh, actually, you're good at challenges too. It just puts more of a threat and Which, a target on her back. Interesting. I forgot to add on to this in Dominic's interview about tonight's episode. Going back to the whole Bradley vote off, he said that what we didn't see with Bradley is that I he talked about Survivor all the time. And mm. Dom was actually surprised that he would show how much of a fan he is. Huh. So I think people, like you brought up Kellen being a huge fan, yeah. if that's being talked about a lot at camp, it could come back to bite her. I do feel like maybe Kellen's just really good at hiding those kind of things, though, because to me, she just seems like this gawky woman that do- probably doesn't look like she's that um, like physically inclined or really that like that she'd be that good at the game. She looks right. like she's kind of out here for fun and having a good time. So like maybe she's just a really good True. Yeah. hider. Like She hides those things very well. One person that did surprise me was Laurel. I expected Laurel to at least be in the top three mm. of this challenge because she is so athletic, mm-hmm. and we all know this about her. But as Jeff said, Mother Nature is always an obstacle. It looked like the wind on her. That was the wind. Yeah, and Desiree's too. The wind just totally knocked hers over. Yeah. Um, With Chris, back at camp, when they go back. So basically, this part kind of confused me. I mean, he just gathered everybody and went to the water well without Wendell and Dom, like, right in front of their faces. (laughs) What what kind of strategy is that? It's ballsy is what it is. I mean, the fact that he did that, I was like, you are just digging yourself a deeper hole. And if I was one of the other people you brought to the well, I would look at you thinking... You're not someone I want to work with. Yeah. And he gives this massive speech, and everybody's just kind of sitting there listening to him. And I think they could all kind of see, like, his ego is just way out of hand at this point. But the fact that he felt confident enough to do that, pull everybody over to the wall at the same time, and give them this speech as if, I really want you guys to consider this. Like, the way that he's saying it is like, you guys need to realize that this is what we need to do. Yeah. It goes back to what Angela yeah. said at the beginning of the show. He, she's like, I don't like how Chris talks to me. It's more like he's telling me right. rather than asking me. Yes. And I think that is poor social management yeah. in a game it was, like this. It was really funny because... It's a good we, way to put it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> when he, when we, when they edited it and we, they, we saw them 
all going to the well. And we saw Chris talking to these people. I kept writing down who he was talking to. And it didn't really occur to me that he was literally everybody. took everybody mm-hmm. except Dom and Wendell. I just thought that was... It's like you said, Paige, it's not the smartest move. We've seen people come back mm-hmm. from immunity challenges and talk to people separately. Right. Like, make your moves. You have all this time. You have hours before tribal council. So at least do it indiscreetly. But I think James has a point where it's just his ego that gets in the way where you mm-hmm. think that you're safe enough and yeah. that you can think that people would trust you enough especially in order with to that idol. And he's so ballsy people. to do this, especially because he had the chance to work with Chris and Wendell earlier. It's mm-hmm. not like they just totally shunned him out and then he's like, hey, I got to do it's... something for myself. He had the chance to work with them. Well, yeah. Jenna did say to him, you know, we think everyone is open to the yeah. idea. Yeah. And, I, and I do believe there's some truth to that because we did see earlier in the episode Jenna and Libby talking shortly after Dominic mm-hmm. had left their conversation and they weighed out the pros and cons between Chris and Dominic. You know, mm-hmm. Chris seemed to be a little bit more loyal. You kind of know where he's at because he's a little bit more vocal and Dom is a little bit more dangerous of the two so I do think there's a little bit of truth in all of them humoring the yeah. idea yeah. of keeping yeah. Chris over Dominic Yeah, I really yeah. do Yeah, I think what I liked about it after they came back from the water well was that Donathan went straight up to Dom and was yes. like, hey, look, this is what's going on. And I was like, Dominic better make some moves. Because him and Laurel, I feel like him, Laurel, Wendell, and Dom actually do have a really core yeah. four-star And that's alliance. an alliance I want to see more yes. of. Like, I know they kind of skimmed the surface at the beginning. I know mm-hmm. Dominic said it in an interview, like, I'm back with my four. And then seeing Donathan be the one to yeah, kind of take feeling, that initiative was right? really exciting. I was like, yes, Donathan. Right? Like, get in there. <laughs> I was so excited. I it love so Donathan. Proud. But a question I had, and it was a very small aspect of it. We didn't see much, like, how this played out. But um, Dominic asked Donathan, should I go talk to Libby and um, Jenna. Jenna about this? And he said, no, absolutely not. Do not talk to them. They're going to like bluff you or whatever. What was that all about? But I think it's smart because it goes back to the conversation we saw with Libby and Jenna. They right. were more towards the idea of keeping Chris yeah. based on that conversation we saw. I mean, maybe Donathan had intel we didn't see play yeah. out in the episode, yeah. which was smart for Donathan to say that because yeah. it shows that, you know, uh, you can trust me. And yes. then don't go back and tell them because then they might form an alliance and be like, oh, Donathan's telling people stuff. We yeah. need to get him out, you know? And just going back to that conversation between Jenna and Libby, mm-hmm. Jenna says that the feud between Dom and Chris is taking the attention away from everybody else. 100%. Which I, I thought was brilliant because, A, we don't get much from Jenna. Mm-hmm. But that just speaks to how intelligent she is mm-hmm. because I'm like, this is an amazing opportunity for you to while all of this fire is going on to work behind the scenes to see who you do not like and who operates the way that they they operate and that's why I liked how the girls were like hey let's you know maybe talk about getting Libby out right but I wonder why that plan then never came to fruition at all like it didn't really go anywhere it almost did but I think I honestly think what happened at Tribal maybe might have switched some of the girls votes and how ballsy Dom was with his speech at the Tribal I felt like that might have changed some of their minds. Well, I originally thought that this was my guess before we went into tribal, that all three guys were going to play their idols, mm-hmm. Wendell, Dom, mm-hmm. and Chris. I thought they were all going to play it, and then right. Libby was going to go home based on one or two votes. Yep. Yes. And obviously we see that the only person that played their idol was Dominic yep. for himself. Uh, because he had to use that anyways, so good for him. Well, I- what did you think of Wendell telling Dominic he had an idol? Oh, Wendell telling Dominic yeah. earlier, you're saying. Um, that, I mean, that's what made me feel like Wendell was going to play it. That's right. Because I thought they were setting it up. Because I forgot. For I forgot he had, Wendell an idol. had an idol. Yeah. There's just so many of them. But he did say, like, Dominic, I have an idol. And which is also interesting, Dominic didn't admit didn't to having, admit to an having idol his. To him. But doesn't he do it next week, didn't we see? Actually, I think he does now. Who? That's probably why. Does, didn't Dominic tell Wendell that he had an idol? Yes. Dominic right. told, like, everybody that he had an idol. Dominic told everybody that he had an idol. But. 
Dominic. But they don't know that he had two, basically. So now they think it's flushed. Right, exactly. But yeah, I don't think that he should have told Wendell. I mean, I know they're really buddy-buddy, but... I mean, if I were in that position, I probably would tell him just because I wouldn't know what to do myself and I would need somebody to, like, guidance. But I don't know. I don't know if it's that smart. Um, but, so yeah, I thought that that was going to kind of play out was the three of them playing it. But at Tribal, we before we vote, we get into this huge situation about Dom and Chris and they both kind of tell their side of the story. What right. did you guys think about how that played out? I I think Dominic is smooth. I mean, sure, mm-hmm. it was bold for him to come out like that, but he was very articulate yes. and very convincing. And for the most part, I don't really feel like anything he said was much of a lie. Like, I feel like Dominic. it was pretty... Yeah, it was pretty spot like, on. I tell it from my perspective, and I feel like as a viewer, I was like, yep, everything you're saying seems to be lining up yeah. from but, what I saw. But even Chris, too. Like, I don't think that Chris... I think both Chris and Dom are pretty honest guys. Yeah. They just don't get along. Right. But neither of them have been, like, making up stuff like we've seen in the past. I was going to say the same thing. I felt like Chris's argument as well, and as much as I didn't like Chris as much as I preferred Dom over Chris, Mm -hmm. I felt like when Chris was saying, you know, once I was on Ghost Island, you guys targeted Angela, who was an OG Navidi, like, Mm -hmm. we were supposed to stick together, and you guys didn't go by that, that's when things shifted for me, Mm -hmm. which I can completely understand. You felt like your alliance betrayed you, so why would you stick with them? Right. Yeah. Um, And was there anything about that that you wanted to say before we get into like how the votes went out. What I loved about is what Libby said, and I mm-hmm. thought that Libby was going to go home because there's a lot of foreshadowing mm-hmm. with Libby. Libby was in the beginning of the episode was like, "Well, I'm just glad that I'm safe tonight." I was there's a say, lot going I down. I had that quote in here too. She goes, "It just feels really good to be safe tonight, honestly." And we right. were like, "Oh!" Even before they started talking about Libby, we were like, "She's going home." Yeah, she's going home. Really yes. nervous. But then she also says, "The tribal. This is when people prove their alliances." And I really like the tribal the first tribal with the merge because Mm. just like with the challenge you can see what people are made out of at the tribal you can really see like Libby said where your alliances stand Mm -hmm. like who is with who for real Mm -hmm. this is when you prove well Mm -hmm. then to bounce off that I loved what Donathan said too is like I can't imagine going into a merge when there's been two swaps and he even said there's people I haven't met with before and then there's people I've already had relationship Mm -hmm. with and then there's been so many different connections going on it's mind boggling Mm -hmm. like I can't imagine like where do you feel like you really stand right yeah you don't know well speaking of connections um, Chelsea Sam in the chat says Wendell needs to separate from Dom ASAP and I'm going to disagree with that I actually like Wendell and Dom working together and I don't think anyone's really had their eye on Wendell not as much the only reason that his eye their eyes are on Wendell though is because of Dom that's the only reason Right, but I still like them together. I, yeah. I do too if they can get other people on their side. But I think they can. Well, they if not, Donath- Wendell needs to Well, they have off. Donathan and Laurel on their yeah. side. Well, I mean, here, yeah, yeah. here's a prime example. Dom talked to some people, and then right before Tribal, we saw Wendell go talk to Sebastian, Libby, and Jenna about yeah. how they needed to vote for Chris. Mm-hmm. I feel like they really balance each other out nicely, and they yeah. both have very different approaches to the game, and people view them... It's individuals. And I feel like, yeah, they kind of, like, Wendell has a certain level of respect, too. Like, when he went to talk to those people, he, they had told him straight up, or, or, Wendell said, so you guys are going to split the vote between me and Dom, and they're like, well, that's a possibility, we're not sure yet. Like, but at least he has the ability and the capability to, like, talk to people and really get his point across, too. Agreed. And I do like Wendell as a player a lot. Me too. Um... Speaking of Wendell, how he goes when he votes for Chris and when Dom votes for Chris, they went at it. They went in. This is the first time I've ever seen anything like that. And I thought it was really fascinating and kind of, but at the same time, there's always, I feel like there's always a double edged sword with Survivor. Like, this proves that, hey, that's, it's good television. Like, it can prove that you have guts. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, you were so cocky to do that. Like, Wendell's, go ahead. The first time that had ever happened that I can remember is Survivor Gabon Mm -hmm. with Crystal. She got really sassy when she went up there to vote. And everybody back at Tribal was just like, 
Oh. Like, she, you knew who she was voting for and why. Hmm. She was very... Did she go home or did the person... No, I think the person she voted for. See, oh, okay. I think... If I, it's been so long, but that's yeah. what I remember. Wendell's was just, like, a funny thing. Like, he he was just being, like, a goofball. But Dom, as in Dom, I would never... Regardless of how I felt about the people, I would never call that out in front of people to hear because it puts a target on your back. Right. Anything you do that is out of the ordinary like that puts a target on your back. Why are you screaming this? We already know you're voting for Chris. But right. also the fact that, you know, Chris got up there and because he had the no vote thing, he said, you know, I have no, I have nothing against Wendell or Dom. Like, this is, it's just it's a, a game. game. Like, I have nothing against them. And then for Chris to go up there and say everything that he said and then for Wendell to go up there, because I'm pretty sure everybody heard what Wendell said as well. Mm-hmm. And then for Chris to be the first member on the jury, like, why would he ever vote for Wendell or Dom when they get to the end? Right. It's not a smart move. It's, it, like I said, makes good television. I don't think it was a smart agreed. move Agreed. Totally agreed. We already knew he was voting for him. Um, I, I do have a question about, like, the idol. So Dom pulls out his idol at the beginning of Tribal and says, like, basically he's playing it. But then he gets up to Jeff and says, oh, I have a better idea. I'm going to play this Legacy Advantage. Do I know that Crystal thinks that that idol's real? But does everybody else know that that idol's fake? I think. I mean, I it's think really clear. It's it ugly fake. and it doesn't look real. He but... said. He said that was my mess up. Is that I told Chris I had an idol, but this is I, this is fake. That's what he's told people, yes. so, even though he really has the real. So at idol. this point, he can get rid of the fake idol because Chris is out. Everybody knows it's a fake idol. That exactly. fake idol can be gone, and nobody knows that he has a, an idol now. But he does have. So one. now they're gonna think that he has nothing. Yeah, but he's got one. But he's still got something smart. up his sleeve. Pretty smart. smart. Pretty smart. Um. But, I mean, honestly, just a bonehead move on Chris's part for not playing his idol. Agreed. He was that confident? Guys, I loved it. Uh, I was so excited. The moment he didn't play, I was like, oh, thank God, my girl Libby's still in it. Because everyone's going to vote for Chris. And it was just so poetic and beautiful that the first (laughs) tribal council. Yes. The first tribal council Chris goes to the whole season Mm -hmm. is also his last tribal council. (laughs) I was like, this is beautiful television. Oh my god. Everything about this is like the rise and fall. Like he... And I think this is why he didn't play it. Going back to that conversation we had a little bit earlier, I don't think he played it because of his ego. He definitely was so self absorbed in the sense that I think he genuinely thought he was smooth in gathering the votes. But this is my question then. If he was that confident and he thought Dom... so, So in his eyes Dom was going home for sure because all his buddies told him that they were going to go with his plan. So Dom was going home. So then if if he would have just played the idol tonight then, just to be safe, because you never know what's going to happen, and you know that that um, that Dom's voting for you, play the idol, because you can only use it at one more after this, and then Dom's gone, so you don't have the target on your back anymore. Play the freaking idol if you know your vote's getting, if your name is getting put down. Play the idol. I would have mm-hmm. played the idol too. I mean, if you only have one or two chances, and you even have, you know that you have at least one vote to your name, I would definitely play my idol If I was well. Wendell, I would have played my damn idol, even I, though I, he didn't need to at all. Agreed. Right. I'm going to disagree with James, though, when you say that it was, it was, purely based on his ego is why he didn't play his idol because if you guys go back and watch Ponderosa another aspect that I love about Survivor mm-hmm. once the merge happens is that obviously they ask Chris why didn't you play your idol like what what happened he says that he genuinely felt like he made relationships genuine relationships as to they wouldn't put his name down so that that's really what he was thinking but that's I think what that's his ego because he, he doesn't actively think my ego yeah it's, he he is thinks so highly of himself. Yeah, he thinks so highly of himself that he genuinely thought he had the social relationships yeah. with people, and he okay. doesn't. Why did you go home? Uh, my ego. Yeah, like, no, he's gonna yeah. say. I, I have no doubt he really thought it was the relationships yeah. he formed, but I think it was his ego that thought that. Totally. And quickly before getting into just our ending, um, 
Angela and Desiree were the only ones that voted for Libby. So yeah, I'm yeah. really interested to see what's going to happen back at camp when Libby finds out that those two girls voted for her. Yeah. Because Angela's been on the bottom of the votes now a few times. I'm worried about Angela. I'm worried about her, too. So... I don't know, you guys. This is a crazy episode. So, with our fantasy draft, I mentioned it at the beginning for a second, but Timothy lost um, Chris. Chris. Yep. And so now we are down to four each. I know. And I have Kellen, Angelo, Jenna, and Wendell, and I'm pretty stoked about my team. I'm still very stoked about my team with Sebastian, Libby, Donathan, and Laurel. Especially Donathan yeah, and you're... Laurel because they're teaming up with two of my other favorites. I, I mean, Dominic is growing on me, but if he wins, I'm going to be mad. You yeah, I still have... I, he deserves to win, but I'm also frustrated because it seems so obvious. Yeah, I have Desiree, Michael, Chelsea, and Dominic, and I am actually really happy with my team as well. So I feel like the three of I us have see... very strong teams. I could yeah. see each of us with one in like the final three. I agree sure. with you. I would say it's Dominic, Wendell, and Laurel. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, quickly about news and gossip. Uh, if you guys haven't watched Chris's Ponderosa, go watch it because it's hilarious. First of all, his regular Ponderosa, but he also drops a freaking rap video because, uh, <laughs> alluding to Wendell's thing saying, dude, stop rapping, bro. You're terrible. Get out. You're trash. He makes this like massive, like elaborate rap video, obviously with the help of the Survivor producers, <laughs> and it's incredible. Like well, I just think it's hilarious. I mean, it kind of just proves Wendell's point about how he doesn't have any But that's the point, bias. is that it's so funny and he knows it. And I hate that I'm going to say this, but he looks so, so good. I know. Oh my gosh, the whole time I'm just like, wow, I'm looking at Chris in a different light. Like, yeah. I hate it. Like, <laughs> and he I don't looks like so his, good. I don't like his personality at all, but like, he's just so really hot. There's something about sure. it that's yeah. sexy. Yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. So go watch it. It's really funny. Um, any other news or gossip before we get into predictions? None. Cool. All right. Then we are going into predictions. TV predictions. As I said, I'm really interested to see what happens with, with Libby because I feel like she'll totally kind of like turn against Angela and Desiree, who I already don't know like where they really stand. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Libby's claws will come out because we already saw it come out a couple episodes ago and I feel like she's going to get serious now. Yeah. Um, I am excited to see this four-way alliance between Wendell, Laurel, Donathan, and Dominic. Mm. I want to see where that goes. I'm also excited about the eating challenge next week because oh, they yes. haven't done it in a while. It looked like they were eating eyes. I know. Yeah. I'm really excited because, they, like I said, they haven't done it in a while, and I'm excited that they're bringing it back. Totally. Um, I'm excited to see where Laurel goes because I, in the preview for next week, she had a soundbite saying Dominic and Wendell have too much power in this mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a game move that Laurel could make that could potentially win her this game. Hmm. And I just think that she's kind of a sleeper. People are underestimating Laurel. And I think as viewers, we're just, oh, she's there. We're like, we like her. She's obviously a player. But I think she's going to end up surprising us. And I hope that she's the reason for either Dominic or Wendell to fail. She's a sleeper. That's There's a lot of sleepers, though. Yeah. We'll see. Dang. Well, I'm excited to see next week. It should be a good episode. Um, You guys, that was episode eight, Fear Keeps You Sharp. Uh, I loved it. Thought it was a good one. And we thank all of you guys for joining us, as always. Um, Make sure to give us a like, subscribe in our YouTube, and let us know how we're doing in the comments. We love having you guys here. I'm your host, Paige Bonanno. You guys can follow me on all social media at Paige Bonanno, and we will see you right here next week. And I'm James Wallington. You can find me on Twitter at James Wallington and Instagram at Where's Wallington. You guys, I am Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. Quick YouTube shout-outs tonight. Uh, Sheena123, Desi Girl 96 Bria Carter, Rebecca's Secret YouTube channel, and War Hero 99 Thank you guys, everybody, for being in the chat tonight. Yay! Well, have a good night, you guys. We will see you next week. 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The tribe has spoken. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 